Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yerushalmi Pei Daf Yud Dalad. We are starting about the fourth line with the words Kamad Tamar and the villain's first daf it's Chesamud Beis about the last narrow line with those same words. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas Marsh Miriam Sarah Basab Yaakov Meisha Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And now the Marsh has to take out Lacha that has to do with Peya and extend it to something else. Kamad Tamar Gabi Katsir, just like you say by Katsir. That is referring to something which is harvested all at once. So the Let's say the same thing with a worker. So the Gemara just asked as follows: The word kutzer teaches that just like by kutzer, which refers to grain, one is chayv and peya. So two things similar to grain are also chayv and peya. And what are those similarities? So one of those similarities, which the Gemara mentions, is It's harvested all at the same time. We also know if something's machnisa lekiyam, a person will bring it in for long-term storage. That's also one. Of the criteria that's going to be mechayev something in peya. So we should say the same thing by worker. The pasuk regarding hiring a worker tells us that a worker in a field is allowed to eat from the produce that he's working with. Now the pasuk uses the word kama kisavai bekamas reyacha, which literally means stand in grain. So perhaps we should apply the same here that the only produce a worker is allowed to eat from is if it's similar to grain. In other words, it's like kitasai kaachas and it's machnisa lekiyom, so on and so forth. But if the produce that he's working with does not fulfill this criteria, so then the worker should not be allowed to eat from it. But Amr Abiyan, Abiyan says it's not so. Shanyahi, this is different. This halacha that a worker is allowed to eat from the produce that he's working with has nothing to do with peyah. Because the Pasuk says, And you're going to pick malilis with your hand. And malilis refers to young, not fully ripe grain, which is very moist and it's eaten right away. And so we see from here, The Pasuk is clearly telling us that this worker is allowed to eat from something even though it's not going to be brought in for long-term storage. So we can't apply this rule that we have by peyah to the din of a worker working in a field. And quoting the part of the Mishnah where we say Vahatamarim, dates are something that are chayv in Peya. But now Tani, we have a Bryas Rabbias Rabbiuda Aimer, Raitave Tamarim, which is a type of date. This right of date is a certain style of date. Petu and Minapeya, they're potter from Peya. Why is that? Lefisha ain harishin shabahen mamtin laachrain, because the first one doesn't wait for the last one, which means that this style of date ripens at different times, and that means that they're not going to be harvested at the same time. Therefore, it's potter in Peya because it's not likitasai kaachas. Now, by having this quote from Rabbias Rabbiuda, it's obvious that they're about to argue with him. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yassi Reb Yudah seems to be saying very good. What he's saying is correct. So what's the reason the Rabban argue with him and they hold that these types of dates are chayv in peyah? So on Rabbi Zaira, he answers, And the gear that we're going to be going with is is because all of them are matal sa'ar, which literally means they all reach a fermentation stage at the same time. Meaning this type of date begins ripening all at the same time. That's when the date puffs up and begins to form cracks on the outer surface, kind of like bread baking or bread fermenting, if you will. That's the Zlashen of Sa'ar. Now, this is considered pivotal in the date's growth because the Mishnah in Meisrus describes this stage as the Oynas HaMeisrus of dates, meaning depending on which year the dates reach this stage is what determines what year of Meisrus they're categorized in. Let's say, for example, this happens in the first year of the Shemitah cycle, Meisr Shani would be taken off, but in the third year, Meisr Oni would be taken off. So even though they don't finish ripening at the same time, since this pivotal stage, which defines the beginning of their ripening, happens at the same time, they're about to consider that to be lakitos and kaachas, and therefore this type of date is chayv in peya. And the Gemara continues: Rabbi Yitzchak ben Chakula, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Tarvai and Amrin, both of them say kolkes leyarek. Now the gears that we're going to be using is kolkes keyarek. That this kolkes thing is like a vegetable. It bears significant similarities to vegetables. Some say that it's like a bean. Others say it's kind of like cabbage. And yet others say it's like a loaf type of an onion. So it's considered to be like a vegetable. In regards to what lemaiser sulashvias, in terms of maiser and shmita, we know that vegetables go baser lakita that. 
the year of their maestras is determined when they're actually picked. So let's say the vegetable grew in year two of the Shemitah cycle, but it was only picked in year three of the Shemitah cycle, so it's considered to be a third-year vegetable. Let's say it grew in the sixth year, but it was picked in the seventh year, so now it's considered a Shemitah vegetable. So this kolkes is considered like a vegetable in terms of maestra and Shemitah. Ula peya, we treat it like a vegetable in terms of peya, that it's potter and peya, because vegetables are potter and peya. Ula bikurim, and in terms of bikurim as well, if it's a vegetable. So obviously it's potter and bikurim, it's not a fruit, and it's not one of the Shevis Aminim either. However, ula nedarim, sricha. When we're dealing with nedarim, so then we have a tzricha, we have a question, we have to look into it. What does that mean? So let's say a person was neither from vegetables. He made a nether, I'm not going to eat vegetables. So we have a question in regards to kolkis, is he allowed to eat this? Why is that? Because it also bears some similarity to a tree or to a fruit, and therefore maybe it's not included in his nedarim that he's not allowed to eat vegetables. And now moving on to Yudara and Beza on top with Halacha Hay. The Mishnah tells us as follows, a person would always separate grain and give it as peya, and that peya would be potter from maestras until meruach. So first of all, the beginning of the Mishnah is telling us that let's say he forgot to leave peya while the grain was still standing, and he had already harvested everything, he still has to separate peya, and that peya is going to be potter from maestras, even though he had already cut the grain. And he's only going to be chayv to separate maestras once we hit meruach. So what is meruach? And this is an extremely important term. Meruach means smoothing down. As long as grain is still being processed in the field, it's being harvested, thrashed, winnowed, and the like, it's potter from trumas maestras. However, once its processing is finished, it's chayv and trumas maestras, and that stage is called meruach. The pile of separated, cleaned, and sorted kernels of grain is smoothed down. So once the pile was smoothed down, then peya separated would be chayv and maestras. Now once we mention this concept of meruach, we have a number of halachas that this applies to. A person could take grain from the threshing floor and plant that grain, and it's potter from Meiser, until Meruach. Let's say we have grain which is chayv and trumas and Meiserus. Midra'iraisa, a person is allowed to plant that grain. However, Midra'banon, he's not allowed to plant it until he takes off trumas and Meiserus. But that's all after the Meruach stage. If it's before the Meruach stage, it's still at the threshing floor and he hasn't smoothed down the pile, l'chatchila, he's allowed to take this grain and plant it. Furthermore, the mission continues, umachal behem l'chayv l'aifais, upatamina Meiserus, adshimareach. He's allowed to take this grain and feed it to a domesticated animal, a non-domesticated animal, which is a chaya, or to birds, and it's potter from Meiser, until Meruach. And David Rabbi Kiva, that's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Another halacha, kain v'levi gairin. A kain and levi, they went to the gairin, they went to the threshing floor, and they bought grain from the threshing floor. Hamaisus shalohen, the maisus belonged to them, achimarchu, until Meruach happens. Now usually we know that if a kain and levi bought grain that had a chiv of trumas and maisus, they have to separate those and give those to a different kain or levi. But over here, since they bought the grain before Meruach happened, so there wasn't a chiv yet, therefore they do not have to give the trumas and maestros off. And lastly, hamaktish upaida, someone who's maktish his grain or his field, and then he redeems it from hektish, chayv b'maestros, he's chayv to take maestros off of it, ad gizbar, unless he redeemed it after Meruach by the gizbar. We know that something owned by hektish is potter from trumas and maestros. So if the gizbar, the treasure of hektish, was the one that, let's say, harvested the field, and he took care of all the processing, and he he was the one that smoothed down the pile, and then the guy redeemed his grain from Hektesh, so it was already after Meruach. And when it was at the Meruach stage, it was Potter from Isris, so this grain is Potter from Isir. However, if he had redeemed it before it hit Meruach, and he, the Balbais, was the one that did Meruach, so it's Chayv and Trumas and Meisris. And the Gemara quotes the Mishnah, and now the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Yaisi says, B'Shem Rabbi Yaakov Bar Zavdi, who says, B'Shem Rabbi Vo, and also, Rabbi Nechemia Bar Mar Ukvan says, and Umatiba, some are inclined to say that it was B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, that this thing was said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan. Hifresh Bikurim Mikri Memurach. 
Let's say someone separated Bikurim from a pile that already had Mirach done to it. That Bikurim is Potter in Trumagdaila. Now we know that Bikurim has to be separated while everything is still growing, while it's still attached to the ground. But let's say he forgot to do that and he picked everything, he harvested everything, and even did Meruach, and only then he separated Bikurim. So even though technically this pile is Chayv in Trumagdaila, he does not have to take Truma off of this Bikurim. Now how do we know this? So Amr of Chagai, Kumer, Rabbi Yaisi, Masnisa Amr Kane, the following Brisa tells us this. And this is very similar to our Mishnah. A person would always separate from his grain and give it as payah, and it would be potter from Meiser until the grain hits the stage of Meruach. Tesvav Amralf on the top, the Brasa continues. However, if he did do Meruach, so then it'd be Chayv in Maestris. Masha Inkin Betruma, and really the proper gear saw is Masha Inkin Bebikurim, this doesn't apply by Bikurim. So we're assuming that when the Brisa says Masha Inkin Bebikurim, that means that Bikurim is not Chayv in Truma even after Meruach, a raya for this halacha. However, the Gemara asks, Vilema, why don't we say that what the Brisa is saying is Afba Bikurim Yehei Chayv? That when we say Masha Inkin Bebikurim, it really means that Bikurim is different in that Bikurim is always Chayv in Truma and Maestris. Even though there was not Meruach, Bikurim is Chayv and Truma and Meiser. So we don't have a ride from this Brisa. The Gemara says, okay, Vaida Amrada. This means from where do we learn this? Or where is this said? In other words, where do we see the Bikurim as Potter from Meiser, even after Meruach? So the Gemara quotes a Mishnah. Why is it called Bikurim? Shahin Bikurim Lachal, because they're first to everything. Bikurim is the first thing that's separated. Meaning we know that we have a number of things that have to be separated from produce, Truma, Meiser, Trumas Meiser, Meiser Sheni, Meiser Ani, so on and so forth. But the very first thing that's supposed to be given is Bikurim. And Machal HaKaidim is Chaveroi, Chaverim is Chayevbai. Anything that comes before its friend, so its friend is Chayev and it. For example, we know that we have to separate Truma before Meiser. Let's say Meiser was separated before Truma, so Truma has to be taken from that Meiser, because the Chiv of Truma comes before the Meiser. Same thing over here. Since Bikurim comes before Truma, that means that even if Bikurim is separated from a pile that's already Chayev and Truma, we don't have to take Truma off of that Bikurim, because Truma itself is, so to speak, Chayev and Bikurim, therefore no Truma needs to be taken off of this Bikurim. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow learning who our Mishnah is like, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.